Well, the unfortunate part of all this is that very, very few American children know their ABCs or P's and Q's or how to add and subtract, uh, how to sit still in class, etc., etc. So we have got our work cut out for us if we want to save this country, folks. But I, I don't think it's going to be salvageable until the second coming when Yasha returns to burn the tares. All right. Okay, well, Michael, are you with us? I'm with you, Eli. This time it works. Last time we had some sound issue. Today yeah, works, so that is fantastic. Yeah, that was on my computer. It took me uh, several uh, no, well, minutes to diagnose the problem, but couldn't didn't have time to do it uh, live on the air, right? Anyway, so good day to everybody in the chat room. Hello, Sussex man, and today we're going to be discussing Henry Ford's and his view of the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. So welcome to Bloodlines. Today is June 11th, 2023. And we're going to start with this article that is uh, found on Wikipedia. And it's an attempt to uh, argue that Henry Ford retracted his statements uh, about the Jews, about the Protocols, etc., etc., and that is not true. That is disinformation uh, put out by the Jews in order to you know, claim victory over Henry Ford. So uh, I'm just going to uh, quickly read a little bit of the background and the libel suit in this article here. Okay. At the beginning of 1920, Ford's personal newspaper, the Dearborn Independent, was languishing in subscriptions and losing money. Ford, which was no, really no big concern to Ford. Ford and his personal secretary, Ernest G. Liebold, began to discuss a series of articles on the Jewish question. While it was Liebold who claimed to have come up with the idea, or the title, The International Jew, he turned to the walking dictionary, William J. Cameron, for most of the writing. For 91 issues, the weekly paper announced a variety of Jewish evil-influenced major stories in its headlines. Good stuff, folks. Man, we should have newspapers like that today. Editor E.G. Pip left the Independent in April 1920 in disgust with the planned anti-Semitic articles, which began in May. He was replaced by Cameron. Now, Pip was a plant by the Jews, and or, or he was bribed by the Jews to turn against Ford. While Ford did not personally write the articles, he expressed his opinions verbally to Cameron and Liebold. Cameron had the main responsibility for expanding these opinions into article form. Liebold was responsible for collecting more material to support the articles. The most popular and aggressive stories were then chosen to be reprinted into four volumes called The International Jew. The first volume was published in November 1920 as an anthology of articles that had been published in The Independent from May 22 to October 2, 1920. The original print run of the first edition was estimated between 200,000 and 500,000 copies. Three additional volumes were published over the next 18 months. Liebold never copyrighted The International Jew and therefore had no control over anyone else publishing it themselves. The book was ultimately translated into 16 languages. I'd say it's a bestseller, Michael, including six editions in Germany between 1920 and 1922 and has remained in the public domain. And we have a free copy uh, that's been posted in the chat room. So please open that up, folks. And we're going to be discussing Chapter 10 in that particular version. And then the libel suit. 
Following the publishing of an article in the Independent that alleged Jewish control of New York banks that were holding Texas cotton farmers hostage financially, San Francisco lawyer and Jewish farm cooperative organizer Aaron Sapiro sued Ford and Dearborn Publishing for libel in a $1 million lawsuit. During the trial, William J. Cameron, the editor of Ford's own page, testified that Ford had nothing to do with the editorials, even though they were under his byline. Cameron testified at the libel trial that he never discussed the content of the pages nor sent them to Ford for his approval. Yeah, so in other words, uh, Ford gave him free reign. Investigative journalist Mac Wallace doubted the veracity of this claim and wrote that James M. Miller, a former Dearborn Independent employee, swore under oath that Ford had told him he intended to expose Sapiro. According to political scientist Michael Barkun, that Cameron would have continued to publish such controversial material without Ford's explicit instructions seems unthinkable. Well, his, his Ford's approval. That's all, that's all there is to it. He's got Ford's approval. There's no question about that. So anyway, rather than go into greater detail in this article here, it has been alleged by the Jewish press that Ford retracted all the material of the international Jew and retracted his statements about the protocols being authentic, and that is not the case. That was the work of E.G. Pip, who had left, as it says here, in April 1920, and the Jews leaned on Pip to make that false statement, and they used his quotations to that effect to, quote-unquote, prove that Ford had recanted. But he never did recant. That's a a bold-faced Jewish lie. Okay. All right, Michael, let's get into this article, or the the chapter of the uh, the International Jew. Over to you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Um, This is the International Jew by Henry Ford, an introduction to the Jewish protocols. The documents most frequently mentioned by those who are interested in the theory of Jewish world power, rather than in the actual operation of the power in the world today, are those 24 documents known as, quote, the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, end of quote. The protocols have attracted much attention in Europe, having become the center of an important storm of opinions in England only recently. But um, discussion of them in the United States has been limited. These are the documents concerning uh, which the Department of Justice was making inquiries more than a year ago, and which were given publicity in London by Iron and uh, Spodiswood. Um, the official printer to the British government. Okay. It must be a Jewish organization, I guess. Yeah, well, there's the Iyer, uh, let me just spell it for people, E-Y-R-E, Iyer and Spottiswood, two uh, very unusual names, S-P-O-T-T-I-S-W-O-O-D-E, Iyer and Spottiswood, the official printers of the British government. Okay, back to you. Yes, okay. So, um, who it was that first entitled these documents with the name of, quote, Elders of Zion, end of quote, is not known. It would be possible without serious mutilation of the documents to remove all hint of Jewish authorship and yet retain all the main points of the most comprehensive program for word subjugation that has ever come to public knowledge. Yet, 
it must be said that thus to eliminate all hint of Jewish authorship would be to bring out a number of contradictions which do not exist in the protocols in their present form. The purpose of the plan revealed in the protocols is to undermine all authority in order that the new authority in the form of an autocracy may be set up. Such a plan could not emanate from a ruling class which already possessed authority, although it might emanate from anarchists. But anarchists do not evolve uh, autocracy. Yeah, autocracy. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this is a very valid point that uh, you have to have a plan. You have to have the ability and the economic means to put the plan into effect. And there's no other group of people other than the Jews who had both of those, right? And the and how should, the motivation to overthrow existing Christian government, right? Uh, uh, what do you call it? Anarchists would have uh, a, a similar idea, but they would not have the means to accomplish it. Only the Jews would have the means to accomplish it. Okay, back to you. Yes, so although it might emanate from anarchists, but anarchists uh, do not allow uh, autocracy as the ultimate condition they seek. The authors might be convinced, uh, as a company of French, uh, French subversives such as existed at the time of the French Revolution and had the infamous Duc de Orleans as their leader, but this would involve a contradiction between the fact that those subversives have passed away, and the fact uh, that the program announced in these protocols is being steadily carried out, not only in France, but throughout Europe, and very noticeable in the United States. Amen. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the French Revolution, many, many books have been written about the Jewish financing of the French Revolution, and the number of Jews uh, out in in the open, and the number of Jews behind the scenes, financing, pulling the strings. The Duke de Orleans was nothing but a puppet. He was a puppet of the who the people who are called the Jacobins. The Jacobins are that secret society of Jews who fomented the French Revolution and encouraged, and not just the Jacobins, but the Illuminati. The Illuminati infiltrated the Freemasons and pulled the strings of the Freemasons as well. So the French Revolution was 100% a Jewish assault against France. Back to you. Yes, and also with the, it is from the Jacobins that our present king has his roots. He was okay. a Jacobin that came up here, so that's why okay. um, the uh, they got a lot of, um, what do I say, they protested against it, but yeah, there was their, the Freemasons' plan was to get rid of the Swedish king. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but your monarchy still exists, right? Uh, you still have a Swedish king and queen? Yeah, we do, but I believe I believe they're part Jewish or they are not, the language is not, I think, uh, uh, because they're still, they're here, but they don't have any actual power. Okay. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, they are. They are the what do you say? The Bernadots, and that family was from the Jacobins, and that was one of the critiques they gave. That he is, uh, I think, um, I, I don't remember. It was a cousin or something to the king said that that he is a Bernadot and of Jewish heir. Yes. I believe yeah. he was Jewish also. Yes. Very interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So 
in their present form, which bears evidence of being their original form. There is no contradiction. The allegation of Jewish authorship seems essential to the consistency of the plan. If these documents were the uh, forgeries which Jewish uh, apologists claim them to be, the forgeries would probably have taken pains to make Jewish authorship so clear that their anti-Semitic purpose could easily have been detected. But only twice is the term Jew used in them. After one has read much further than the average reader usually cares to go into such matter, one comes up um, upon the plan for the establishment of world autocracy, autocrat, and only that, only then it is made clear of what lineage he is to be. Yes, okay. But although the documents there is left, no doubt, as to the people against whom the plan is aimed, it is not aimed against uh, aristocracy as such. It is not aimed against capital as such. It is um, not oh. aimed against government as such. Very definite pr uh, provisions are made for the enlistment of um, aristocracy, capital and government for the execution of the plan. It is aimed against the people of the world who are called Gentiles. Um, it is the frequent mention of Gentiles that really decides the purpose of the document. Um, and I guess just a note, mm -hmm. Gentiles is a word that the Jews always, they use right. that word to tell everybody that's not a non-Jew. But that's, that's right. also wrong from them to call them Gentiles. But they also call us Goyim, which is the uh, Hebrew word that the word Gentile is falsely created from. Okay, so it's the Jews that use those two words more frequently than anybody. I mean, by ratio of 95 to 5, right? Except for those of us that are literate about the Bible, right? And so the Goyim, uh, we are the Goyim as, as far as the Jews are concerned. And the word Gentile is the popularization of the Jewish concept of the Goyim, okay? And mo most Judeo-Christians and uh, secular people have swallowed these false words wholesale, including the word Jew, which is a, another false word, a false translation of the word Judah. All right, back to you. And Gentiles is, I guess, is the Hebrew word Goy, and that means nation. That's nation. It does it has nothing to do with whether you're Jewish or not, <laughs> right? Or an uh, Israelite or not, or a Judahite or not. You know, these, you know, whoever, uh, you know, you've heard this, the saying, whoever uh, wins the war writes the history, right? Oh, yeah. But whoever owns the publishing company distorts the history. <laughs> that's, and that's where we're at, folks. The Jews own virtually all the publishing houses on the planet. They do, and yeah. they have, have unfortunately won most of the war, so they are they are yeah. on the both 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 side here. Mm hmm. I would say doubly so, dangerous. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we will be blind, definitely blind, if we listen to them, the official sources, of course. So it is the frequent mention of Gentiles that really decide the purposes of the documents. Most of the destructive type of liberal plans aim at the enlistment of the people as helpers. This plan aims at the degeneration of the people in order that they may be reduced to confusion of mind and thus manipulated. Oh, and that's today. You see all yes. this pride, pride, you know, gay pride, right? Uh, 
Trist, and they are so confused, so confused yeah. our people. Yeah, from uh, from kindergarten on up, if you if your children are put in public schools, they will be brainwashed for the rest of their lives. Uh, no hope for them, none whatsoever. So it is. Yeah. Okay. And then people think it's okay that a drag queen is is, <laughs> is reading stories to children. Why why yeah. the Bible is evil for them? So I mean, come on, this world is so crazy. Yes, yes. But uh, I can see, Michael, that there are so many liberals coming out of the colleges, and these liberals are very much anti-Christian, yet they're not, uh, they're not anti-Jewish. You know, somehow their education did not turn them on to the fact that the Jews are the, are the people of the Old Testament that they should hate just as much as the Christians, you know. But they're not taught that in public school or at the university level. And even some of the Christian colleges are lacking in that regard, too. So uh, the, the Jews definitely control the minds of the people of this planet, with a few exceptions. And uh, the Christian identity is the biggest exception. Some white nationalists are savvy and uh, understand that the Bible is not a Jew- Jewish book. But most white nationalists still have a lot to learn in that regard. Okay, So anyway, that we're doing our part to keep the world awake, <laughs> to keep the, the three monkeys, you know, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. No, we have to speak. We have to expose the Jew as Henry Ford and through William Cameron and his other editors has told us. We have to name the Jew as the evil perpetrators of everything going wrong in the world. Okay, please continue. Because if you don't mention that, then yeah. your 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 message falls. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, you'll never get to the heart of the matter, right? Uh, the deep state, the uh, you know the CIA, the FBI, all those are nothing but puppets of the international Jew. You, you, if you don't mention the international Jew, you will not get anywhere. You will, you will miss the target. You have to aim. If you want to kill Dracula. You have to drive a wooden stake in Dracula's heart, okay? You can't do the arm or the leg or even the groin. You have to aim it at the heart, and nobody does it better than we in identity. Please continue. Thank you. So popular Mm. movements of liberal kind are to be encouraged. All the disruptive philosophies in religion, economics, Politics and domestic life are to be sown and, and watered for the purpose of so disintegrating social solidarity that a definite plan herein set forth may be put through without notice and the people then molded to it when the fallacy of this philosophy is shown. Mm-hmm. And this we see today when this this when you disrupt everything, everything is they divide up everything so people uh, this is right. we see this today very well today. Yeah, yeah, and uh, one of the fascinating things when I address, yeah, I, I don't address the general public too often, but I address a lot of white nationalists and uh, you know who are, who are pretty Jew savvy, and I point out to them that the Israelites of the Old Testament never had a bank, never. Okay, that bank that was instituted in Judea was instituted by Edomites and Babylonians. So you can't blame the uh, the Israelites for what the Jews do. It's just another mark of Israel that proves that we are Israelites and Jews are imposters, right? So we just have to keep on pushing this message harder and harder 
uh, until you understand who the Jew, who and what the Jew really is. They are the de- descendants of Cain through Nachash. That's who they are. And, uh, and these transgenders are financed by Jews too. Okay? The whole movement of transgender surgery, which is ruining the lives of countless young people, many of them committing suicide after they've made the sex change operation because it's irreversible. And mass media, which is, of course, owned by Jews, is not telling that part of the story. But it's good business because the government pays for these operations. Is that going on in Sweden, too? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh. And and they push for it. They are... Uh, they they want to make yeah. Uh, I am not so much experienced though because I don't have any children. But I yeah. what I can understand that this is something that is discussed in schools as well. Yeah. So oh man. They're doing doing the same to create this. Yeah, they they want to create this big confusion in people and want this hope that they say that homosexuality is something you're born with. No, it's not. It's right. Something you're conditioned to think. Yeah, well, the protocols are one long program of duping the people, especially liberals. So when uh, when Cameron says here, most of the destructive type of liberal plans aim at the enlistment of the people as helpers. This plan aims at the degeneration of the people in order that they may be reduced to confusion of mind and thus manipulated. And that's what the Jews do, right? I mean, anybody who's Jew-savvy knows that this is what the Jews do. So uh, it's to our great benefit that the Jews actually wrote down the minutes of the, the, this was the first council of the International Sanhedrin in Basel, Switzerland, in 18, uh, the uh, Zionist, the first International Zionist Council held in Basel, Switzerland, and uh, where guess where the banking headquarters of the Jews are, at least at that time and for the longest time, Basel, Switzerland, <laughs> Switzerland, right? Okay, so I mean, all the puzzle pieces fit together like a glove, but uh, the people believe the denials of the Jews rather than the facts of the Henry Ford and others. All right, please continue. Yeah, because that would rock their boat too much. Oh, man. Too much to bear. Yeah, that that boat that, uh, that's going to get burnt. It won't be flooded this time. It's going to get burnt, folks. Uh, that boat called Mystery Babylon. And it's so also to come to see when you don't have a, f- a firm foundation, like the Bible, like the Christianity. You right. see how people, those liberals are drifting in every direction because they have no no firm anchor, something to have their beliefs against. They, they are manipulated and degenerated and... I will be led to the slaughter, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We are being led to the slaughter. It's called transgender surgery. It's called COVID. It's called allopathic medicine. It's called war. The war against yeah. Jacob Israel and the Adamic race. I cannot get any worse. I mean, it's a, of course, it's a war of words as well and a war of intrigue with... Nary, well, since the Jews finance all wars, the shots are being fired for sure, but not by Jews. They're enlisting liberals to fight against conservatives. They're, they're enlisting Americans to fight against Negroes in Africa and Arabs and blah, 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 and vice versa. Uh, the, the, the aim that we have here in discussing this document, ladies and gentlemen, is to awaken people to the fact 
that it's the Jews behind all these things. And it's once you once your eyes are open to this fact, you will see see with a brand new vision. Okay, that's what we're all about here. A brand new vision where your mind, the, the clouds are removed from your mind and you can see what's really happening. And, uh, you know, but it's up to the father to, to determine whether you're ready. You know, if you're not interested in hearing this message, uh, the, the word says, well, if the, if the Israelites at one house are not ready to hear your word, shake the dust off your feet and go to the next Israelite. And that's what we have to do until we can convert as many Israelites as possible. All right. Yeah, please continue. Yes. So the formula of speech is not, quote, we Jews will do this, end of quote, but, quote, the Gentiles will be made to think and do these things. Boy, are they dancing? Are they dancing to the Jewish puppeteer or not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell this. Said this before that that they make people do it. They they have their fronts. They put mm. on their their white face. Uh, they put on um, useful Id- useful right uh, useful, useful idiots. Yeah. <laughs> UI useful idiots anonymous <laughs> UIA useful uh, idiots anonymous and you know but uh, but they encourage for example college students who are indeed useful idiots for the international Jew. They also encourage these college students to be very arrogant about their belief and broker no contrary opinion. All right, again, so how can it's American tradition and it has been tradition of civilized society throughout history that you always give the opposition a chance to speak. Not true with modern liberals. They will not give you a chance to speak. They will dox you. They will attack you. They will, uh, you know... Uh, make fun of you in the press. And, and these are not Jews. These are white people who've been brainwashed as they're, they're pawns in the chess game of international Jewish politics. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing, amazing story. And uh, I'm, uh, it's also almost more amazing that some of our people actually come out of all of this brainwashing and begin to understand the truth. Okay, back to you. Yeah. And uh, what you, I guess you're exp- uh, expressing also is this news, I don't know if the correct word, the Gentiles front they put in front. They put down a white face in front of the financiers, but instead behind is all Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exceptions of a few instances in the closing protocols, the only distinctive racial term used is Gentile. To illustrate, the first indication of this kind comes in the first protocol in this way. Quote, the great quality of the people, honesty and frankness, are essential vices in politics, because they um, dethrone more surely and more certainly than does the strongest enemy. These qualities are uh, attributes of Gentile rule. We certainly must not be guided by them. End of quote. Okay. Yeah, well... Again, only the Jews use this terminology, uh, us and versus the Gentiles, right? I think they use the word goyim in the protocols a couple of times, which is another giveaway. But certainly, what, what so-called Gentile country would ever plot against their own people without these traitors running the scenes, you know, the show behind the scenes? Uh, it never happened in history. You know, we had we had good kings and bad kings, good queens and bad queens, good uh, good representatives and bad representatives. 
and some of them plot against their own people, but not on the on an international scale. They wouldn't no. have the power to do that. Okay. No, it's only Jews, does it? That's right. Only them. So that's giveaway on them. Yeah. Okay. So let's see what we more have here. And again, on the quote, on the ruins of the hereditary, her, her, uh, hereditary. <laughs> yeah, hereditary, hereditary, the hereditary. hereditary. Yeah. So it, it is genealogical, right? So they admit that it's genealogical, right? So that much is certain. So whoever is writing this is very familiar with Genesis three fifteen, <laughs> okay? And the covenant message, the true covenant message of the Bible. Okay, it proves they're, they're familiar with it. Yes, aristocracy of the Gentiles. We have set up the aristocracy for, of our educated class and over all the aristocracy of money. We have established the basis of this new aristocracy on the basis of riches, which we control, and on the science guided by our wise men. And the Pharisees, to, uh, yes, the Pharisees. Yeah, and this they say that the basis for riches which they control, that's also a giveaway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you can say, well, maybe this is pure fiction, right? Even if this was a Twilight Zone episode, the fact is there is a group of people who are doing these things in the real world, okay? And they're being very successful at it and have been successful at it for the last 2,000 years. Yeah, and here is the written proof of it. Yeah. Their plan. Mm-hmm. And it also, if this would be fiction, well, then this wouldn't be going on. But when you look in politics, when you look in, in yeah. your life, this is what's going on. Yeah, even the most clever fiction writer uh, would not be able to provide this type of detail as to how the scam works, right, and who the victims of the scam are, Okay. Uh, certainly no quote-unquote Gentile author would have this kind of insight in how to control the Gentiles. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to you. So, again, quote, We will force up wages, which, however, will be of no benefit to workers. For we, at the same time, will cause a rise in the prices of prime necessities, pretending that this is due to the decline of agriculture and cattle raising. We will also artfully and deeply undermine the sources of production by instilling in the workmen ideas of anarchy yes. and encourage them in the use of alcohol. At the same time, taking measures to drive all the intellectual forces of the Yankees from the land. Okay. Unquote. Now, this operation of, uh, how should I put this, dumbing down the people in Poland for a thousand years from the year 1025 AD to now we're just about at 2025, uh, they took control of the Polish government uh, through finances, through bribing the gentry, the aristocracy of Poland, and by getting the Polish people drunk on alcohol. <laughs> Vodki, right? So all you have to do is look at the program the Jews had in operation for a thousand years in Poland to see that they are definitely capable of doing these things, right? 
All you need yeah. to do is have a, a thorough survey of history, which because they write the history books these days, you're not going to be able to find these things out. And there are b- books by Polish authors explaining these things, but they're very hard to get. Many of them have not been translated into English, so you're going to have a real hard time verifying what I just said. Although it, it, it is, uh, we should actually do a show uh, on the uh, one Polish author who exposed these things you know, that the Jews did to the Polish people. All right, back to you. Yeah, and then also, as you say, um, I can also have some comments here when I see this. They say we will force up wages, which will be no benefit for they also force up the pr- rises in prices. Isn't mm-hmm. this what's happening today? Yeah, right. Exactly, this will happen. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, now not it's beyond alcohol. Now it's methamphetamines. It's uh, you know all, all kinds of drugs. You know marijuana, which is a very bad sedative. It, it slows people's minds down, their, their reaction time, and their what do you call it? Their um, their ability to motivate that it destroys the motivation of the people who smoke marijuana. It, it's a motivation destroyer. They become sluggish and apathetic. So it may not be as bad as alcohol, but it it it, it certainly can be. Yeah, all right, and then we, we don't have any statistics on how many traffic accidents are caused by pot smokers behind the wheel. Right, we know all about alcohol and, and driving, but uh, there's no statistics yet. So I'm wondering if uh, the recent liberalization of marijuana. In America, I don't know if it's true. Well, in Europe, it's been liberalized for a long time. But, yeah, that's certainly contributing to traffic accidents and destroyed families, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? It's not good for you. Okay? Uh, Addictive drugs uh, that uh, change your mental perspective uh, are not good. Not good at all. All right. Back to you. And I can just, as I said, if it creates apathy, uh, apathy. Yes. That is for them something very good because if people don't care they right. have no enemy they have no one that will, will stand up against them so that's for them it's almost better than yeah. alcohol because yeah. then they will be seduced they will be after they, they won't do anything and this also for me is a giveaway when they say force of wages and prices that is their printing presses of the money they print more money and then this will happen wages mm-hmm. will happen also the prices in necessities well yeah and yeah. wages are always the last item to catch up with the price rises okay obviously the uh, bankers do not pay anything for the money they issue so they're, they're making 100 percent profit on their inflation and uh, then the price uh, the wages are always the last part of the economy that catches up with inflation so the people are constantly desperately trying to keep up and they can't and and then economics uh the, the the destruction of the family is largely based on economic problems experienced by those families. So again, here we see, and that's part of the, the plan. I think the protocols state that very specifically, that our plan is to destroy the nuclear family, the Christian family, although they may not use the word Christian. But uh, there, I believe there's a protocol that talks about that. We'll, we'll find out, Okay. Yeah, and then also I can also have here uh, this with the workmen and alcohol. This is the same in Sweden when it comes, for example, construction business has been mm. so pledged by this alcohol. Really? Yeah, yes. it has been. So I, I can I can see it here too. The same the same mantra is going on here too. The alcohol part 
in the in the work working classes. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, it's worldwide, and uh, it was the Jews who sold uh, the uh, fire water to the Indians and those uh, blankets soaked with disease. <laughs> it was the Jews who did all that, not the white man. All right, back to you. And when they also say this, measures to drive all the intellectual forces of the Yanta from the land, could that meaning we, we that identifying them, we are, are we the intellectual forces? Yes. That we cope against them. Yeah, the right wing. The right yeah. wing, okay? And, and especially right wing nationalists. And this is what Hitler understood perfectly was that the Jews are internationalists and they mean to subdue all nationalisms except one, <laughs> right? Zionism, okay? And the the, the c- contradiction between those two positions among the Jews is astounding, yet very, very few people ever pointed out that, uh, okay, the Jews, the international Jew is always opposed to nationalism, except Jewish nationalism. Isn't that hypocrisy? Of course, yeah. yeah. It's hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And, and their patriotism, as they say, yeah, they are Jewish patriots, patriots but they, their patriotism, and the patriotic is to attack Christianity and get rid of Christianity. That is their their patriotic what is it duty to attack. Yeah, us. right to destroy Christianity. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Yes. So, um, and here's a bracket. Um, a forger with anti-Semitic Malik uh, might have written this any time within the last five years, but these words were in print at least. 14 years ago, according to British evidence, a copy having been in the British Museum since 1906, and they have, and they were circulated in Russia a number of years prior. And okay. Bracket. All right. So the the first translation that I'm aware of was from whatever language they were written in. Might have been Yiddish, might have been Hebrew. Uh, something uh, you know, I, I probably should research was the original language of the protocols. But of course, the Jews would deny it anyway whether it was written in Hebrew or Yiddish. But uh, Sergei Nihilus was the Russian uh, monk who first translated this document into Russian. And then, I don't know who translated it into English, but it was first translated into Russian. So you'd have to blame a Russian uh, in 1896 or before the Russian Revolution of discovering these things and making this up it would have to have been a Russian making this stuff up, right? But a lot of these Russians were already Jew savvy because they knew how, how the Bolsheviks were in fact Jews. So that, uh, you know, they would have been very Jew savvy in translating this. All right, back to you. And it wouldn't be, uh, what do you say? Surprised if it was in Russia, they found it because that's where the ancient Khazarian um, yes, where the ancient world is, so it's it's kind of makes sense that they would have found it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they would have been uh, very Jew savvy, given what the Bolsheviks did to Russia. Amen. So okay, okay. but uh, so the original translation was fourteen years ago, and uh, and then a copy of it was placed in the British Museum in nineteen oh six. Now I wonder if that's still there. <laughs> I bet it's been removed. So that you can't possibly have any copies of something that doesn't exist. You know, just like the Holocaust, right? Which never happened, but they must keep promoting it 
nonetheless, and so the opposite is the case here. We have a document that the Jews don't like, so they have to suppress it. We have the so-called Holocaust, which the Jews want everybody to believe, so they have to keep on promoting it. So this is how they operate, folks. It's, it's very, very clever. More cunning than any beast of the field. And that's uh, Revel- I'm sorry, that's Genesis 3.1. All right, back to you. Yeah, and that's why we're here. We have to show our enemies' uniforms and their tactics. That's right. Uh, the above point continues. Quote, That the true situation shall not be noticed by the Gentiles prematurely. We will mask it by a pretended effort to serve the working classes and promote great economic principles, for which an active propaganda will be carried on through our economic theories. End of quote. Yes. Um, this is, again, the pretension, this communist, because if, if the communists would tell people what their ultimate plan is, they would then it would be, a, I think, a revolution on the street immediately. But right. they, yeah. they don't. They, of course, they don't tell the plans. Oh, oh I, I was just re- uh, you were right when you said that. The CIA has come up, and it might have been the military intelligence too, has come up with a perfect cover story. It's called plausible denial, <laughs> right? So... Uh, all of these words are filled with plausible denial. We don't admit personally to doing any of these things. We just set the plan into operation and we'll leave it to the general public or anybody else for that matter to figure out who's behind it. And then we have all the money in the world to prosecute anybody who dares to expose us. Right? And so they have, they have a, a, a handful of aces full of aces, and we don't have any aces. But we have to keep fighting. All right, please continue. And could this also be one of those, those strange or this uh, thick, thick stuff that the Jews always do? They always tell us beforehand what they want to do. Right. Yes. And the problem yeah. is this is what they want to do with word power. That is where they tell what they want to do. And we didn't do anything, so then you are, then you are, yeah, then it's okay with them. Because they have already told us they will do it. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they always, well, they, I don't think that they need to. You know, somebody proposed that they have to based on some immutable law. I don't think so. I think they just are having fun with us. They like to toy with us. And uh, so, hey, here's what we're going to do, Goyim. D- see if you can do something about it, right? It's just arrogance. That's all it is. It's just plain old arrogance. All right. Okay. Yes, I would say that too, and then yeah. laugh at the white man because they there don't you do go. anything on yeah. their asses. They get their jollies by laughing at us. Yeah, probably they do, and see that, oh, uh, yeah. Okay, let's continue. These quotations will illustrate the style of the protocols in making reference to the parties involved. It is, quote, we, end of quote, for the writers and gentiles, for those who are being written about. This is brought out very clearly in the 14th protocol. As you said, they talk about we and the Gentiles. Right. Quote, in this uh, divergence between Gentiles and ourselves, inability to think and reason is uh, to be seen clearly. The seal of our election as the chosen people, as higher human beings, in contact with Gentiles, who have merely instinctive and animal minds. This is right out of the Talmud. This is Talmudic, folks. You won't find this yeah. kind of talk anywhere else, but in Jewish literature. Yeah. They observe 
but they do not foresee. And they invent nothing except perhaps material things. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we have invented everything that you exploit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and our spirituality, when we didn't have Jews among us, was such a high, right. at a higher core. They yeah. exploited it. Yeah. We need to start saying this mantra. We want a world without Jews, a world without Jews, a world without Jews. Keep repeating this, folks, and it'll happen. Please continue. Yes. And it is clear from this that nature herself predestined us to rule the rule and guide the world. End no, quote. no, not nature. It was Lucifer. <laughs> it was Lucifer uh, who predestined the the Canaanites, uh, Canaanites uh, in uh, shoe leather that are still running around the earth today. Okay. And isn't this also shows their bragging? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is how clever they are. With few exceptions, the Jews are vague in their bragging. Okay, but there are times where they say, okay, yeah, we did it. Do something about it. (laughs) Right. And that's becoming more and more common. But even those, I forget who the the author was. It was a Jew who bragged about how, how easy it is for us Jews to manipulate Christians. They, they, even the Jews were surprised at how easily our people are manipulated by them. And he wrote uh, you know, an article about that, and he, he was promptly murdered right after he wrote that article for exposing too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. They are a mafia. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's continue. This, of course, has been the Jewish method of dividing humanity from the earliest time. The world was only Jew and Gentile. All that was not Jew was Gentile. The use of the word Jew in the protocols may be illustrated by this passage in the eighth section. Quote, for the time being, until it will be safe to give responsible government positions to our brother Jews, we shall entrust them to people whose past and whose character are such that there is an abyss between them and the people. And oh, Joe, Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe Biden? William Jefferson Clinton and Hillary Clinton? Uh, the Bushes? Uh, how about Donald Trump? All puppets. Every last one of them. Uh, oh, uh, don't forget about Obama, right? We will, we will put people in positions of power whose past and whose characters are such that there is an abyss between them and the people. Can the abyss get any wider between Joe Biden and American patriots? Uh, it is the same here in Sweden, too. The ones yeah. put up are they are such degenerates and they always have something on them. They are, or they are women's, or they are, yeah, they mm. are. It's the same here, and they always despise the Swedish people, the ones that are there. So, right, um, it's the same going on here too. Yeah, yeah. In in my book, the Great Impersonation, I related the the fact that as I was reading, especially once I got into the New Testament, I realized that the people of Judea, their worst enemies were their leaders. Their worst enemies were their leaders, or the ones that they, yeah, age, age of age apathy. It's the age of apathy and age of Laodicea. That is the, the judgment 
created by Yahshua in Revelation chapter 3 about this last age, the age of Laodicea. The, you do not be lukewarm. If you are lukewarm, I will spew thee out of my mouth. I would rather you are cold or hot. But the vast majority of Judeo-Christians, those who are using drugs, those who are welfare addicts, you name it, anybody who is addicted to this, that, and the other, except for liberty and righteousness, is a pawn. Is a pawn. So it's not looking good for a large number of our people getting into the kingdom, folks. It's not looking good. But we have to persist because uh, there was, uh, in the parable of the wise and foolish virgins, you know, the foolish virgins forgot to get uh, lamp oil, and then they wanted to beg lamp oil from the wise virgins who got some. But then uh, the last time I read through that passage, I realized, oh, even after the foolish virgins were unable to get oil, it talks about other virgins who came looking for oil. So uh, it's like... We who have preserved our oil to get through these hard times, preppers, right? We can't be giving our stuff away to people who do not, have not earned the right to survive. Okay. No, they, have, <laughs> they have laughed, laughed at us instead. They have think we are silly that well yeah you know you know how it goes the same right. same in america same as here i think it's more i think the preppers movement is pro, i don't know how big it is in sweden there are of course they exist they are yeah. but um they are yeah they're same here they they want to ridicule it and uh, yeah but if if <laughs> everyone should be prepping but we should never go online and say that we do it because then you guess what how many guests will you have if you go go on the like the the evening news and tell it right. then oh you like uh, hey go to him yeah right so am i being too uh, cruel to suggest that those who do not prepare for the judgment day don't deserve to get in no, I think no? that is what it said. That is the oil. Our yeah, that's word. the oil. That's exactly. Our... Yeah. And then even Yahshua himself said uh, when people came by, knocked on the door wanting to be let in, he said, I know ye not. And he slammed the door in their faces. Now, these are Israelites he's talking about. Yeah. All right? Yeah. That's right. And, and, and uh, continue, sorry. Yes, okay. The people in the chat room are having fun with word plays. Uh, Mr. Kim Smith says, this, this is, we're on the planet of the apathy. <laughs> right? Oh, planet yeah. of the, planet of the apes, right? Well, they, they treat us like we're monkeys. Apes. Yeah. And, and they have created, created an ape mentality among us. That's for sure. All right. Okay, please continue. Yeah, and that is like creating people all in the materialistic uh, world. Oh, yeah. They all are materialistics, and they and they only value the things of the of the what of the like uh, beasts because oh. they are like beasts when they don't have the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. Speaking of not having any spirit, the there was a service in Britain, some small town in Britain, in a Judeo-Christian church, where the pastor was AI. The pastor was somebody, a not real person, whose image was being projected onto the screen. It was an image of a black person being a pastor, 
and this AI pastor was being cheered by the audience for what he was saying. I think it was a pro-lesbian, uh, you know, a pro-newt uh, sermon. Newt being anyone who's been neutered by the by the by the deep, deep state Jews into accepting uh, the, the non-binary reality, so-called reality of LGBTQ, etc., etc., okay? And so they've created enough liberals in the world to reproduce what they did in Russia in 1917 because it, the Bolshevik Revolution had to have pre- pre- been preceded by a liberal revolution first to soften the people up the liberals turning against their leadership, as liberals in America and Europe have done under socialism, turn against their Christian leadership and now are ready for anything. And now they're suffering the consequences of alien invasions, rapes, murders, etc. In fact, uh, Paris has had riots because a so-called immigrant had, was stabbing children and the people in, in Paris, France, are just getting fed up with the government looking the other way when non-whites stab uh, white children. I mean, what what do they have to have happen before they rebel against the, the Jewish world order? Uh, that talk about apathy, right? <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know who said it, but apathy is the beginning of the end for the societies. That's when society will collapse. I don't know who said that, but I've read something like that. Yeah. That is so people don't care just because it doesn't affect them. Then they think, oh, I don't need to care. I don't need to make this world better than yeah. when I came into it. That should be a duty to do that. Yeah. Make the world better. If you cannot stand up now, you think your children can stand up? No. Yeah. Right. Well, if, if the COVID police come knocking on your door, <laughs> you won't be apathetic anymore. Right? You'll be suffering. You'll be pathetic. You will because you didn't – You or you comply. That is, right. Uh, Right, comply or else. Yeah, that is uh, yeah. unfortunate. But it's yeah. it's okay. so uh, sorry to keep harping on this, uh, Michael, but it it just amazes me the irony of the fact that the West Coast was uh, founded and created by the the pioneers who braved. Deserts, Indian attacks, uh, frozen winters up north at the Oregon Trail, the Death Valley, starving to death and baking in the heat of, of the, the big deserts, Mojave deserts uh, in Las Vegas, etc., etc. That's just one big stinking desert from Texas to California that how these people persevered and survived all that to found cities in California. And their, their descendants today are lukewarm, apathetic morons who have no uh, pioneer spirit left in them, whatever. What happened to these people? What happened to their descendants that they became apathetic morons? It's simply amazing. I mean, the irony is just too delicious. Uh, the Jews uh, have, to, have to be really appreciative of their handiwork. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there, as we see in the West Coast in America where you see that um, is collapsing. San Francisco is destroyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Portland, L.A., San Francisco, they're all gone. They're all gone. They're, yeah. There's no civilization there anymore. It's liberalism. No, it's, yeah. yeah. Socialism, communism. That's, that's what we right. end up with. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and this was the what I was looking for regarding to apathy. It is what Aristotle said: tolerance and apathy are the last virtues of a dying society. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. who was that? Alf- Adolf Hitler? <laughs> no, uh, Aristoteles. Who? Aristoteles. Uh, say that slowly. I'm not uh, Aristotle. Ari- yeah, Aristotle. Oh, okay. Aristotle, very yeah. good. Maybe with my Swedish Aristoteles. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> right, gotcha. <laughs> and All right. Tall, I know. Yeah, he said okay. a few good Let's things continue. too. All right. So, this is a practice known as using, oh, here's the word, quote, Gentile fronts, end of uh-huh. quote, which, which is extensively practiced in the financial world today in order to cover up the evidence of Jewish control. How much progress has been made since these uh, words were written is in, indicated by the occurrence of the San Francisco um, Convention when the name of Judge uh, Brandes was proposed for president. It is irresponsible um, to be expected that the public mind will be made more and more familiar with the idea of Jewish occupancy, uh, which will be really uh, a short step from the present degree of influence which the Jews exercise of the highest office in the government. There is no function of the American presidency in which the Jews have not altered, secretly assisted in a very important degree. Actual occupancy of the office is not necessary to enhance their power, but to promote certain things which parallel very closely the plans outlined in the protocols now before us. Yes, but we have had a Jewish president, namely Eisenhower and Truman. Uh, FDR had a lot of Jewish blood, and uh, even uh, Barack Obama has Jewish blood, and the Bushes have Jewish blood, although it goes back several generations. I don't know if they've intermarried with other Jews, but they certainly have. While they were in office, in power, the Bushes intermarried with Jews. Donald Trump intermarried with Jews. I'm sure Biden uh, has intermarried with Jews. So, I mean, the Jews are all over the power structure. There's no doubt about it. Um, Yeah, and weren't LBG a Jew? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he had Jewish blood, too. Yeah. Yes. Mobster. Yeah. Okay. So another point which the reader of the protocols will notice is that the tone of exhortation is entirely absent from documents. They are not propaganda. They are not efforts to stimulate the uh, ambitions or activity of those uh, to whom they are addressed. They are as cool as a a legal, pa- legal paper, and as a matter of fact, as a table of statistics, there is none of the of the quote. Let us rise, my brothers, and quote stuff about them. There is no quote down with the Gentiles and quote hysteria. These protocols, if indeed they were made by Jews and confined by, uh, to Jews, or if they do contain certain principle of a Jewish world program were certainly not intended for the uh, firebrands, but for the carefully uh, prepared and tested initiates of the higher groups. Yes. Jewish uh, apologists have asked, quote, is it uh, conceivable that if there were such a world program on the part of the Jews, they would reduce it to writing and publish it? Well, they didn't publish it. They wrote it. Because they're the minutes of the Basel uh, Zionist Convention, 
but they never intended to publish it to, to make it public. That just happened, you know, either somebody leaked it or there were maybe the janitor <laughs> in the building spoke Yiddish and said, uh-oh, we've got dynamite here. Uh, you know, I better see if I can sneak a copy of this document and make it public. Uh, something like that. You know, or it, it was somebody leaked it. It's quite possible that a Jew leaked it for money. He was he was getting desperate, and he leaked it for money. Don't you think? Also, think about this: that Jesus Christ, yeah, Yeshua said, nothing will be hidden. That's that right. In, in dark. So this is work of Yahweh. I believe that this is official. Oh, oh for sure. Oh no, yeah, it's absolutely authentic. There's no doubt about it. End of argument. But we just are providing the proof that the Jews will never provide the world. Okay, because they have to keep on denying. That, no, they deny that they uh, executed Christ even, right? Even though the Bible is very clear <laughs> that they bear responsibility, right? So, and then the Judeo-Christians believe them instead of the Bible. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And that's so with our people. Yeah. They don't have any backbone anymore. Right, but I have to say that the move on the part of the Jews to use homosexuals now as their frontline opposition to real Christianity and to the white race. It's a real clever, clever move because, number one, it takes the focus off the Jews and it creates such confusion and animosity out in the real world because these homosexuals are very, very militant they're very aggressive. They want to molest your children. They're telling us they want to molest our children. And the Jews don't even need to exist. Uh, but, of course, they created this homosexual movement. And many Jews are homosexuals, right? They probably have the largest proportion of homosexuals of any other any cultural group. So the, the, they push, again, they always push the emphasis away from themselves towards some greater threat or perceivable threat in the society than they are in the minds of the people, okay? So we have to alert the people, hey, these these homosexuals, they're largely Jewish. Okay, and, and many of them yeah, are rabbis are. too, <laughs> okay? Yeah, and it's, as I said, it's interesting also that those homosexuals get so militant and they are they're like a self, self-playing piano that they don't right. need to do so much. They're right. They just... Uh, uh, they don't, Jews don't have to, to guide them, nothing. They just uh, put something in their head and then they like self-playing yeah. piano. Right. Yeah, and the, the college students are the shock troops, the brainwashees who uh, for four years are brainwashed with this nonsense and then are sent out into the world to be the shock troops of the international Jew. The very people, namely the capitalists, that they claim to hate. Talk about irony. <laughs> More irony, okay? More confusion. And you know, could anybody but Lucifer have dreamt this plan up? No. no. It's very cunning. It is not yes. intelligent, but it's cunning. Yes. I would say. And uh, the white race is more intelligent, maybe, but we are not so cunning. We are blue eyed yeah. and doesn't believe yeah. Yeah. anybody. Would. Which is a, sweet, a Swedish cut for being gullible. Yes. Blue eyed, right. Okay. Okay, let's continue then. But there is no evidence that these protocols were ever uttered otherwise than in spoken words by those who put them forth. Mm-hmm. 
The protocols as we have them are apparently the notes of lectures which were made by someone who heard them. Some of them are lengthy, some of them are brief. The assertion which has always been made in connection with the protocols since they have um, become known is uh, that they are the notes of lectures delivered to Jewish students presumably somewhere in France or yeah. Switzerland. Yeah, oh, pres- you got it. Oh, presumably, right. Yeah, yeah. It was Basel. Yeah, we have that information. The first Zionist Congress, 1896, Basel, Switzerland. Back to you. The attempt to make them appear to be of Russian origin is absolutely for, um, forestalled by the point of view, the reference to the times and certain grammatical indications. Yeah, the, the, the Jews in Russia would not have had the power to put on such a, an event, okay? Because the czars were totally opposed to Jewish banking and you know, they were constantly trying to, the Jews were constantly trying to assassinate Russian officials. So such a meeting would have certainly been discovered by the, the czar's spies, right? And the Jews were not in a position in Russia to do, do that kind of organizing, right? That, that was uh, very local stuff. Uh, plots to assassinate uh, Russian officials were all very local. Although you know, there was a Zionist movement in Russia, but certainly not very powerful. It was more communism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the tone certainly fits the uh, suppositions that they were ordinary lectures given to students for their purpose is clearly not to get a prog- program accepted, but to give information concerning a program which is represented as being already in process of fulfillment. There is no invitation to, uh, to join forces or to offer opinions. Indeed, it is speci- specifically announced that neither discu- um, discussions nor opinions are desired. Uh, bracket. While uh, preaching liber- liberalism to the Anitas, we shall hold our own people and our own agents in unquestioning obedience. End of Quote. Right. And quote. The scheme of administration must emanate from a single brain. Therefore, we may know the plan of action, but we must not discuss it, <laughs> least we destroy its unique character. The Plausible denial. Leaders, Plausible denial. Yep. The inspired work of our leaders, therefore, must not be thrown before a crowd to be torn to pieces or even before a limited group. And yeah. Quote yeah, they have to sacrifice a Gentile, <laughs> yeah, a puppet, which has happened many, many times. Well, even Martin Luther King Jr. was one of their puppets who was thrown to the dogs and assassinated by the Jews and it was blamed on a white guy. So they, they, they were no longer, let's put it this way, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was no longer useful to them, so they got rid of him and made him a piece of meat for the dogs. Back to you. Yes, and here also we see this, uh, this what do you say, there, um, that they are um, uh, the hypocrites when they say mm-hmm. they're preaching liberalism to the Yantas, but they should have their own people and own ages in unquestioning obedience. Yes. That's what they do. Look at how, how the, this uh, it's a lie, how they are, how they have all the gun rights in the world and what they don't have any, they don't really have so much, I don't know, feminism is not so well preached right. and abortion is not either, I think, so much there. So, mm, I don't know. They do it right. always opposite. Right. In fact, 
Yesterday, uh, I was working on my uh, house here in Illinois, and we went uh, took a lunch break, and we, we saw an object moving across the black asphalt surface on the, on the street. And I said, what is that? And as we got closer, it turned out it was a black COVID mask. And I said to Kent, hey, this would be an excellent uh, pretext for a, a mystery, a, a science fiction novel where these little black things crawling around the street come to life and jump up and attach themselves to your face so you can't breathe, you suffocate and die. <laughs> that would be a great premise for a science fiction thriller, right? So but that's basically... It might as well be that way because people have swallowed the COVID lie hook, line, and sinker and volunteered to have those masks on their faces. Yeah, and I see people here in Sweden too that does it. And I mean, I just, I mean, it was never something to talk about masks here. And I see them. Okay, I know you are gone. All right. I don't need to see you anymore. Oh, they're so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. So that that black mask, it, it looked like a little because the wind was blowing it across the surface of the of the asphalt. So, wow, what is that? And it turned out to be a black COVID mask. And that that's when the idea for a science fiction movie came. <laughs> All right, uh, sorry for for drifting away, folks. Back to you. Yes, let's continue. So, yeah. moreover, taking the protocols at their face value, it is evident that the program outlined in these lectures. N- Notes was not the new one at the time the lectures were given. There is no evidence of it being of recent arrangement. There is almost the tone of a tradition or a religion in it all, as if it had been handed down from generation to generation through the medium of specially trusted and initiated men. There is no note of new discovery or fresh enthusiasm in it, but this a certitude and calmness of facts are long known as policies long confirmed by experiment. And this, can this be, Eli, this mm-hmm. handed down from generation to generation, can this be from the Talmud? Oh, well, absolutely. Pharisaism, because yeah. Pharisaism is the beginning of the Talmud. Although they had the uh, Mishnah, the uh, the non-written tradition of the rabbis be- before the Talmud, but it was uh, the the rabbis, the Pharisees, who c- kept a, a, a running commentary on the Bible, wrote it down, and eventually it became the Talmud. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so this, this protocol could be seen as an action plan, how they do it. The more go down to their point, their, 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 their strategy, their tactics. Yes. Uh, so... This point of the age of the program is touched upon at least twice in the protocols themselves. In the first protocol, this paragraph occurs, quote, Already in ancient times, we were the first to shout the words liberty, equality, um, fraternity among the people. These words have been repeated many times by unconscious pole parrots flocking from all sides to the debate. Uh, with which they have ruined the prosperity of the world and true personal freedom. The uh, pre-assembly clever and intellectual Gentiles did not understand the symbolism of the other words, did not observe their contradictions in meaning, mm-hmm. did not notice that in nature there is no equality 
end of quote. That's right. <laughs> so, and but nevertheless, preaching liberty, equality, fraternity. Now, they're obviously talking about the secret societies that have existed behind the scenes forever, right? Uh, ever, ever since Cain developed his first city east of Eden, and uh, the, the the secret societies trace their origin back to then, uh, infiltrating our society ever since, right? But uh, at least the Israelites, when they were being ruled by strong kings like David, and for a while Solomon, they were able to keep the Edomites at bay, where today we don't have any leaders who are capable of keeping the Edomites at bay. So it's it's all again, it's uh, every man and woman for him or herself from this point on. And I don't know, I don't see we can organize politically against this menace, this Jewish menace. They just control too much, way too much. So we have to wait for Yahweh's intervention. And maybe uh, maybe that meteor predicted in the book of Revelation will hit New York City, right? <laughs> and Tel Aviv. Sodom and Gomorrah of the modern world, and that'll bring about the end, because you know, the prophesied end of this regime is is sure. It's just a question of when, and we're getting really close. Back to you. Yes. Do you want to do you want to read on some some, okay. uh, some parts? Yeah. Okay. So the other references that we uh, uh, left off. The, uh, or yes. that, okay, the other reference to the program's finality is found in the 13th Protocol, quote, Questions of policy, however, are permitted to no one except those who have originated the policy and have directed it for many centuries, okay? That is Talmudic. Can this be a reference to a secret Jewish Sanhedrin self-perpetuating within a certain Jewish caste from generation to generation? Yes, it's the banking, the, the banker prostitutes, right? The, the banker priests going all the way back to Egypt where they, they were collecting gold from the caravans in their temples for, for the temple. Pro- they were pimps. The original bankers were also pimps pimping out prostitutes in their temple, and they were collecting gold for generations and generations. They moved from Egypt to Assyria and from Assyria to Babylon, where they perfected the fractional reserve banking system. All right? Prostitution and banking have always gone hand in hand. The bankers always pimp out prostitutes to compromise politicians and business people. That's the great whore that rides all the beasts of mystery Babylon, Revelation 17, 18, and 19. The fractional reserve banking system. Any question or comment there, Michael? No, but that's, uh, yeah, as you said, we have been preaching about that for, yeah, yeah, very, yeah right. many, many times about this mystery Babylon, Babylon system and this, uh, yeah, and the, that the bankers, yeah, they have, they, we need uh, someone with a whip to whip them out of their power. There you go. <laughs> and that's and, and right. something also, irony, not the irony, but the, I don't know, the, yeah. the lesson from this also. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Yash Messiah, never use violence anytime without like, exceptions when you have to get out the bankers from their money. That's right. That's right. Uh, that should tell Christians something, but they don't pay attention. And their pulpit bastards don't don't point these things out to them. So, 
they have successfully infiltrated Judeo-Christianity to such an extent that you will be evicted from any Judeo-Christian church if you dare to question the prevailing dogma. And that's all the Judeo-Christian churches are, Jewish dogma, as prophesied by General, um, oh, when Washington, uh, not Westmoreland, (laughs) he was bad too, (laughs) General Westmoreland in Vietnam, he was a traitor also. But uh, when uh, the surrender at Yorktown to Washington, the general predicted that within 200 years, America would become a Jewish state. All right. And it, that has come true. It, it took actually less than 200 years because 1913 was the year when the Jews took over America. Okay. So uh, where were we at? Oh, the Junkers. Okay. Again, it must be said that the originators and directors here referred to cannot be at present any ruling caste for all that the program contemplates is directly opposed to the interest of such a caste. It cannot refer to any national aristocratic group like the Junkers of Germany, for the methods which are proposed are the very ones which would render powerless such a group. It cannot refer to any but a people who have no government and no nation, who have everything to gain and nothing to lose, and who can keep, well, they have to, they can lose everything if they're exposed, and who can keep themselves intact amid a crumbling world, which is what they're trying to do right now. There is only one group that answers that description. Oh, the gypsies, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Again, a reading of the protocols makes it clear that the speaker himself was not seeking for honor. There is a complete absence of personal ambition throughout the document. All plans and purposes and expectations are merged in the future of Israel, well, which he claims thinks is Israel. Which future, it would seem, can only be secured by the subtle breaking down of certain world ideas held by the Gentiles, by the non-Jews. The protocols speak of what has been done, what was being done at the time these words were given, and what remained to be done. In other words, Zionism, or the dual front of Zionism and Communism, as already implemented in Europe since the 1840s since the 1840s, and also starting with the French Revolution. So with the French Revolution having been now passed, they're taking the program and instituting in every white Christian nation because it's our countries they have to destroy. They're not concerned about other nations. Okay, let's continue. Nothing... Yeah, for interrupting. Uh, you yeah. said it's not another nation. I guess they they take us first, and then they will get on the others. So they are not safe just because they are not attacked now. Right, right. And plus, it's the nature of a parasite that the parasite must rely on the host for survival. So if they're not careful, if they destroy the host, namely the Adamic people, then they will starve to death. And so I can see. Let, let's say the second coming where we're not even prophesied. I can foresee if enough of us hide out in the woods long enough, the Jews would not, would not be able to survive because the parasite needs the host to survive. And we are the host for the Jewish parasite. And that's also stated. That's stated in Genesis 3.14. 
where it says that the Jews will eat our dust. They will follow us around like parasites wherever we go. And uh, the parasite-host relationship has to be carefully maintained by the parasite. If he destroys the host, then it's the death of the parasite as well. So that's an eventuality. In any case, we have to prepare ourselves, those of us who are Jew-savvy, have to prepare ourselves in every way, either by being preppers or buying warriors, because that's going to happen too, because they're going to send in their UN troops to the cities and towns of America trying to overthrow us. And that's when the Lexington and Concord scenario will start all over again. We've beaten them twice, Michael. We beat the international Jew twice in the American Revolution and the War of 1812, and three strikes and you're out. They're going to try it. They're trying it right now. I, I, I think it's not going to work. It's too big. They're, they're trying to chew, uh, bite off the entire world with this campaign of banking and fractional reserve power, which is they have it. They absolutely do have it. And very few people even know that it's Jews that have these power. But uh, as somebody pointed out in the chat room, the Jews are beginning to brag. I guess uh, who, who, another Jew, another Paul Ryan, was it, came out and admitted he's a Jew. So, yeah, Swampfuck. Paul Ryan has come out about his Jewish blood. It will be the thing to do in the future, trying to show obsequious obeisance to them as their hate crimes laws are enforced. Yeah, as the Jew, as the parasite becomes more and more bold, the parasite is identifying itself as being Jewish. All right, good stuff. All right, where were we? (laughs) Let me get back to the article. All right, yeah. And who can keep themselves intact amid a crumbling world? And that's what they're trying to do. But even their world is falling apart because you cannot manage, keep all these Jewish corporations afloat while their employees are dying. Right? They They can't self-die. Yeah, right. And so the the host is dying and therefore the parasite will die too. But they're so arrogant and proud and... uh, uh, how sort of insatiable in their their desires that they cannot control themselves. Okay, so not nothing like them in completeness of detail and breadth of plan and in deep grasp of the hidden springs of human action has ever been known, other than the Talmudic Jew. Of course, it goes all the way back to Lucifer, the cunning Genesis three one. The, the Nachash is more cunning than any beast of the field. They are very terrible in their mastery of the secrets of life. Yeah, they invented psychoanalysis, right? <laughs> Equally terrible in their consciousness of their that mastery. Truly, they would merit the opinion which Jews have recently cast upon them that they were the work of an inspired madman. Were it not that what is written in the protocols in words is also written upon life today in deeds and tendencies. I'm sort of surprised that this this document does not refer to the Talmud as the source of many of these ideas, which it definitely is. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. With about five minutes left, I'll just do this uh, next couple of paragraphs. Uh, Feel free to jump in, though. The criticisms which these protocols pass upon the Gentiles for their stupidity are just. 
it is impossible. Blue-eyed, blue-eyed Gentiles. It is impossible to disagree with a single item in the protocol description of Gentile mentality and veniality. Even the most astute of the Gentile thinkers have been fooled into receiving as the notions of progress what has only been insinuated into the common human mind by the most insidious systems of propaganda. Well said. I couldn't have said it much better, but I, in my book, The Great Impersonation, which you can get, just go uh, look at the website and order a copy. Just, just look at the links. I summarize it in three words. Four words. Cupidity always defeats stupidity. The Jews are the ones who are cup- cupidity, <laughs> right? In other words, pretending to be pretending to be our servants when in fact they are our most disgusting masters. And we're the stupid ones. Cupidity always defeats stupidity and the only solution is be ye therefore wise as serpents, yet guileless as doves. One of the most important verses in scripture. You will never hear that verse quoted in a Judeo-Christian church by a Judeo-Christian pulpit bastard. Never going to happen, folks. You have to be wise. You have to be Jew wise. You have to be Jew savvy in order to understand what's going on. And I think we can have time for one more paragraph here. It is true that here and there a thinker has arisen to say that science so-called was not science at all. It is true that here and there a thinker has arisen to say that so-called economic laws, both of conservatives and radicals, were not laws at all, but artificial inventions. It is true that occasionally a keen observer has asserted that the recent debauch of luxury and extravagance was not due to the natural impulses of the people at all, but was systematically stimulated, foisted upon them by design. Yeah, the stock market crash that came nine years later, right? The crash of 29. It is true that a few have discerned that more than half of what passes for public opinion is mere hired applause and booing and has never impressed the public mind. Well, fake news, right? Thank you, Donald Trump for popularizing the notion of fake news. That woke a few people up. That's the importance of memes, Michael. We have to come up with bigger and better memes, right? And have the word Jew thrown in there. Yeah, and that's something I understand also with memes. You know, the AI that the Jews have, they want to use against us. They can't learn the memes. They don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Now, AI AI is just another word for computer, right? That's all it is. But uh, artificial intelligence, as if it was something more than a human being or or a Jew, typing stuff into a computer terminal, right? They can literally control the world by sitting at a computer terminal and giving directions to their followers all over the world in every country because they control every country by this means. Now, one of the problems they've created is they've created a program, an artificial intelligence program, for investing in the stock market. And that can crash the economy, too, if that program is not well written, or if somebody who's monitoring the running of the program doesn't notice if the program is getting out of hand, because the, the artificial intelligence doesn't know if it's going too far, 
right? Or or, or, or the computer is overheating, right? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So if you invest in one thing over and over again, you're just like what happened to Nathan Rothschild when he uh, shrunk the consoles of the British government after the Battle of Waterloo. He drove the price of consoles down to near zero and then bought them up for, for pennies on the dollar, right? Well, they're doing that with computers now. One of these days, one computer is going to go too far and crash the entire economy. And I think CBDC might be exactly what's going to cause that. All right. Okay, Michael, we're out of time. Thank you for your narration. And folks, we'll do a part two of this survey next week. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, all. Bye-bye, Michael. Take care. Folks, thanks for listening, and stay tuned for Brother Hebert coming right up.